Hey, welcome to Unlearning. This is the podcast where we ask the questions that you are too hesitant to ask. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Raksh, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, so, hello, I'm Raksh. I don't know what else to say for my introduction, but that's my introduction. Raksh, how do you know me and what grade do you study in? I am in the 12th grade. I think I know you because of, uh, you know, all gays have a gaydar. So I think my gaydar just picked you up. But we know each other through school. And we also lived in the same apartment for a brief while. So that was Yeah, fun. maybe like less than a year, you moved very quickly. Yeah, I moved very quickly. And how did your gaydar pick me up? I was actually like, oh, damn, nice. Like when you told me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how, but um, I don't know. I think there's just a gut feeling like all gays have a gut feeling. Oh, this person, you know, that that's a little gay. Like the way they yeah. sit or, you know, throwing up the peace. The <laughs> way they sit, that's so true, bro. I, yeah. I'm, like right now, I'm not sitting properly. Even I'm not sitting properly, trust me. So it's just, yeah. it picked it up. Yeah. So, but today we're going to be talking about gender identity. And that's very cool because I think you're the first non-binary person that I knew of. So, like, you are kind yeah. of my, like, sunshine for this. Wow. Uh, that is, that's such a nice compliment. But, yeah, <laughs> I hear that a lot. A lot of people uh, know me as the only, I think, NB person they've met. Even people in my friend group. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's great because there's some amount of visibility. Like some of my friends say they see a lot of like non-binary people on the internet. But then when you get like an active experience, you see somebody in real life. Yeah. It's a lot like, you know, real. So that's really Yeah, and I feel like you knew way before uh, like most people. (laughs) When did you know? Yeah, I knew a lot. I actually knew in the sixth grade. So... uh, that is most, so cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> most NB people, I don't know. Um, so depending on where they lie on the spectrum, uh, mm-hmm. I think most NB people do bind. So I didn't know what binding was, but I definitely had dysphoria way before I even knew what it meant. Mm-hmm. So I used to do this very fun thing where I used to put on a gray jacket on top of whatever I wore. And I remember that was a big deal because my grandmom used to hide it because I would put it over anything. Like I, some days I would be wearing like, you know, something very traditional, but I needed my gray jacket on top of that. And my Mm. grandmom would just hide it because she'd be like, why are you putting on that thing on on like traditional wear? So Uh. that was my way of binding, I guess. So that was when I knew But it took me a while to like grow up and figure out the terms and actually put the pieces together and think, yeah, okay, that I was actually going through dysphoria, which was why I was putting on an oversized jacket on whatever I wore. That, you know, in the touch time of puberty where you're just, you know, getting used to having changes in your body. So it was, that was when I knew, I think. So yeah, sixth grade. So this gray jacket was in sixth grade. Yes, I still have it. I like to keep it as just like a remembrance that, yeah, okay, this was when it all started. So I think my grandma tried to throw it and all, but I still used to like keep it just to, 
like a memento and of sorts so yeah that is very cute i think that's like a very nice story and i don't know i don't i never like see the thing is i'm like pretty flat not gonna lie so it wasn't like a problem for me because i was like first of all i didn't have like i i came into the changes phase very late but like see okay. the thing is for me it's like when i was very small i was like always like you know like the i'm putting this in quotes because i don't think it's a legit thing like everyone was like oh yeah ayushi is such a tomboy like oh she only wear shorts and all like i used to cry when i used to wear dresses and all because i hated it it was not comfortable at all and like i didn't understand how other girls like wore it with so much like you know like comfort and everything and uh, but then when i started like growing up like probably around 10 or something like my mom and me myself like we started like uh, getting me clothes that were like more like uh, feminine and everything because like everyone around me was going into that whole thing like you know wearing like very girly clothes so i also started wearing girly clothes and um, and yeah so the changes thing happened uh, change in my body took place very late so like it was i i don't think i had like a uh, i think i got my first proper proper bra like probably in like 7th that to like ending of 7th so that's pretty crazy but yeah so it was like i went through a whole like feminine phase and then i was like yuck bro i hate this like i did not like it <laughs> so now i'm like doing whatever the fuck i want i never had a feminine phase per se like from a very young age uh but i think fortunately my parents have a huge role to play in that even though i'm not out to them yet i they do have an idea but i'm not like explicitly out to them yeah but uh, from a very young age they have been dressing me or letting me have haircuts which are very mask so fortunately i think i'm on the better side even though they're very traditional and i learned a lot of classical stuff which needed me to have long hair mm. or you know really like painted nails or my what do you know have my own little comfort zone where i could i learned my mom's a bharatanatyam dancer so oh. from when i was like very young i had to be put in that so mm. like i i learned for like 14 years and stuff and Damn. i had to have long hair or like i had to perform at least once a year so but then there was a point where i told her no i don't want to do this and she said okay that's okay you can do something else that you like so i think that's very lucky of me Uh, to have parents who think it's fine for me to you know switch sides if i don't like something that's very cool i did not know raksha was a dancer like this is new to me yeah. i knew her mom <laughs> was bharatanatyam teacher but i didn't know raksha danced okay this is so cool yeah most Damn, people don't know like i don't tell them <laughs> i don't wow. tell anyone it's like we do not talk about that part of my life <laughs> oh, okay are you uncomfortable talking about it no no it's just i just don't talk about it like i don't address it i'm not uncomfortable but like it's just something i never address like most people don't know so oh okay it's just, now they do <laughs> yeah now they do <laughs> yeah so what are your pronouns okay so this is a very like touchy topic cuz most people ask me this mm-hmm. but um 
I actually have fluid pronouns. So when people refer to me as he, him, I don't correct them. When they refer to me as she, her also, I don't correct them. But most people, I think most people use he, they because of how I present. I present pretty masked. So they use he, they for me, which is okay. But most of my friends in real life actually use Raksh, Raksh for me. They mm-hmm. don't, even when referring to me, to their parents, they say Raksh, 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 like they don't use pronouns. But yeah. um, I have I have fluid pronouns. I don't like prefer, I don't have a lean. So any pronouns is, are fine with me. So there's like no like uncomfortableness or like it's with any pronoun no, no. at all. I mean, I do have a, it depends, like, I think I'm very much on the spectrum, like, it depends on the kind of day I'm having. Yeah, I totally get that. And I know know it's difficult for people to catch on to what kind of day I'm having, so it's, you know, I don't really. Yeah, exactly, like, some days. pronouns, by the way? Yeah, so (laughs) I'm coming to that. So, um, my pronouns right now, because, like, I've been figuring this out probably, like, in quarantine. I mean, I feel like I always knew, but like I only addressed it in quarantine. So like uh, Mm -hmm. my pronouns for now, they're like she, they. So like, I don't really care. Like you call me either of those. I'm cool with that. But I feel like Mm. towards a point, like Mm. I want like to gravitate towards they, them. But I'm also like, everyone's always called me like, you know, like use she, her pronouns for me. So it's like, I don't know. It's also like sometimes like I myself, even though I want to uh, go towards they, them, I myself like um, say she, her, like when I'm referring to myself, you know, like how we have those talks in the mirror sometimes. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like on certain days, I'm like totally like uh, femme presenting and shit. But on certain days, I'm also mass presenting so yeah also like my mass presentation Mm -hmm. is very boy like so I look like a 14 year old boy it's like I'm I've not I think all yeah I think all NBAs have this problem like when you present as mass you look really young so like but then you know a really nice perk that I've come to learn as an NB and if any NBs are listening to this is mm-hmm. the shorter hair you have, the more young you look. So if you're presenting mask and you have oh. longer hair, then you look a little older. So that's a little like secret that I learned from one of my NB friends. And, you know, they said, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Like having longer hair is not going to make you lesser mask because you're still going to present in that way. So I mm. think that's a little like tip uh, of sorts that I picked up. That is a very good tip because like every time I cut my hair because um, I have short hair now. When me and Roxy used to live in the same apartment, I did not. I had like an undercut and everything. And at that time, I was not NB. Um, Oh yeah, our first, like I remember the first day we met. um, So I always knew Roxy was non-binary because like I've seen her stories and all. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that uh, the first time she came to the apartment, see, I'm like, right now, even when I'm talking, I'm using she, her, and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to. So it's like very, I don't know. It's fine. I don't think, it, I don't mind. So yeah, you can continue okay. using she, her. Yeah. yeah. So when uh, Rakshi came to the apartment, I was like, bro, come, let's uh, hang out for a bit. And I went down and I went to Rakshi's house and 
uh, I didn't know like what to like say because I wasn't sure what Raksh's pronouns were or anything. So like I kept saying Raksh, Raksh, Raksh until I knew the pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> and then I asked you, I asked you like, bro, yeah. what, uh, what are your pronouns? And yeah, so I feel like you were the first person like, like mm. I told you, right? You were the first person yes. I knew who was non-binary. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember, like, you, I thought Zizer was, like, you know, like, a joke because, like, mm-hmm. I saw it on, like, a show, but I always, like, <laughs> didn't know it was a but you told me. One day at yeah, 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 that was the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and you told me it was actually real, so I was, like, whoa, that's interesting. Yeah. I think most people, uh, I haven't met many NBs who use Zizer, but mm-hmm. there are people who use pronouns. Uh, so I think you know it really again it just depends on what one presents as so like that's the whole you can't really tell yeah and I also feel like being non-binary gives you so much freedom like you can do yeah, what you want as you feel um, like yeah. yeah so it's like some days I some days I can do like uh, like really mass stuff and the next day I can still feel like I want to do like you know like yeah. very feminine I think shape. there's a certain like validity like you still feel valid irrespective of how you present or what you do so yeah it's nice to have that little space where you can you know do what you want and also present who you really are so it's a nice it's a nice space so how do you uh, do you think you knew when you were small uh, like really, I don't think I. Um, so if if I I don't really remember much. Uh, like everybody else, of like when I was really small, what exactly? I know a few incidents, like major incidents, like mm-hmm. you know, getting hurt, really getting a really huge hurt and stuff like that. But I don't really remember like if I pr- like identified as NB. But I know for a fact that uh, till about the age of I think till about UKG, so that would be seven, eight years, if I'm not wrong, I still had a very UKG massive... is five, Raksh. Okay, five. <laughs> seven, know, eight bro, is like, like second or third grade. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't, I don't even know. Time is also a social construct. So, yes. like, I can't, especially in quarantine, I really can't tell. I don't even know if I'm, like, 17 anymore. So, <laughs> it's, like, very all muddled up for me. But yeah, yeah. in UKG, I had a very like mask haircut. So I think that how you dress or how your parents dress you, especially, plays a huge role in also how you perceive yourself. So I mm. guess if my, I mean, if my parents dressed me as femme, even when I was young, I think I would still be, you know, NB now. But then it pushed me into realizing sooner that I was NB. Maybe if my parents dressed me femme, I would uh, identify as NB only in maybe 10th or 11th grade. But since they were already pushing that little propaganda, I think quickly in sixth grade itself, I knew. But what I remember from my childhood is I never played with the girls on my street. So I never had dolls. I always had like race cars. And my mom would always ask me why I watched Power Rangers SPD so much. (laughs) So I was always the kind of like, person who would not you know be very femme or very femme things obviously there were times when you know I felt like I wasn't fitting in so I would like (laughs) I would pretend to like femme things just so I would have friends and stuff in school Mm -hmm. but apart from that I've always been the kind who you know uh, prefers 
very masked up for shows or you know what gender roles prescribe as for boys so yeah. i think i have been knowing for like maybe since second or third grade i did know that either so my parents used to just say you're a tomboy and i used to think yeah you know i used to like being called a tomboy maybe because like there was boy in it and yeah knew, same. okay this is what <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah i did know from a young age so yeah even when i was small i never like played with barbie and shit i always like played mm-hmm. with like my brothers or helicopters yeah. and like i myself had my own like cool remote control cars yeah. like for my 10th yes. birthday i got like this huge like big ass remote control car it was like a lambo and, that's so lucky wow <laughs> yeah like my parents i like i asked them for like a whole year So yeah when mm. i was small i too like like all the uh, stuff like the boys played with and till mm. i feel like i've always played with the boys i learned how to play every game with the boys so yeah. like i learned how to play basketball with the boys with yeah. like cricket and everything and like mm. i don't know i never liked like the fact that the other girls were just like in the sitting like, and you know, talking yeah sitting know? and talking yeah so yeah. useless i was like yeah what are you doing yeah i know yeah. there would be like uh, so i have a real this is a very cool anecdote so i have a friend who is still close to me that i used to go um, to basketball coaching with when i was in like 5th to 7th grade and she um, so the other girls used to sit and talk before sir would come and you know take a, ask us to do sprints and stuff mm-hmm. but uh, she and i used to think like we used to talk we used to be like hey why are they sitting and eating dude like why can't we just go warm up by ourselves and like um she is by now so like you know there is a certain i think all of us have certain like gaydar she's a top so i could i think i think she could tell there is like a you know connection or like come on let's go let's play let's be sporty let's go so i think that we all have that face you know all the gays at least where we don't yeah. want to that girl like or that boy so it's it's nice it's like all bonding stories yeah for real like we all almost have like similar stories i think the same yeah we live the same childhood like even the yeah. trauma and even the funny stuff we all live the same childhood so <laughs> yeah and even now small i don't i didn't i never you know fun fact i still haven't watched any disney princess movie like i don't yeah, know same. really <laughs> that's yeah. thank you like everyone i've spoken <laughs> to is like how have you not watched bro like what was your childhood yeah, like I, i had fun in my childhood without the movie so i was like yeah, okay same. and those movies did not look that much fun Yeah, I know. They they never appeal to me either. Even the ads that used to come, I used to think, why waste your time? Like, change the channel. <laughs> so even yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah, and one cool thing is that my parents, I feel like they gave me uh, a lot of freedom too to express myself mm-hmm. the way I wanted. Because like, mm-hmm. uh, so we speak Hindi at home, and uh, yeah. I so I'm like. I say this to like people. I'm a non-binary Hindi speaker, so that means like <laughs> since I was small, I've been saying um, like you know how in Hindi there's मैं जा रहा हूँ मैं जा रही हूँ. Yeah, yes. I yeah, always say that. रहा हूँ. I think I I noticed that with your dad, and I thought it was really cool. 
um oh. like i have noticed that before yeah and i think i even told my brother my brother is like super big ally he's very young to understand what goes on like what exactly is non binary but he he makes his peace with it so i told my younger sibling that hey you know what um, aisha uses like you know in hindi you can say you can talk in mask and he said wow that's so cool so yeah i have yeah and that. like many people like and this is only with my family though which is so weird because like mm. i'm only comfortable doing this with my family like in school mm. and all i have to say uh, like in hindi now we now i don't have hindi mm. thank you thank <laughs> you and so like this some for some reason i can only do this with my family like some people mm. that i'm really close to then only i can like do that in that's very cool even in tamil we say da a lot i think now it's you know progressed into bangalore slang itself <laughs> saying da but uh, most of my friends as well as my family uh, they use da for me so that's really cool like you know it's when i find that it's uh, our regional languages are much more gender neutral than english which yeah. is very cool because then working like comfort zone you know at home so that's very like nice to know yeah and i don't think my parents said anything because like even my cousin sister one of my cousin sister mm. also uh, does this hindi thing so it was like really mm. like cool for my family normal, they were like yeah. yeah they were like oh yeah this normal only they're pro- they're yeah. like oh she probably just like picked it up from her brother yeah like, he talks like that that's so she's not nice talking story. wow yeah <laughs> yeah so uh i feel like i feel like i cut my hair i didn't know i was cutting my hair like because i wanted to present mask and all i just thought like i want to mm. cut my hair and uh, i feel like when you like realize you're gay you want to present more like gay yeah yes and so yeah. like i got an undercut because that's what people do and uh, yeah <laughs> yeah first step of realization get an undercut Yeah I feel like an undercut is a very like I don't know it could also it could be like a bi thing or it could be a non binary yeah. thing it's very mm. like cool yeah so standard for and uh, I remember I kept telling Raksha I was like bro I want to cut my hair I saw this music video and that girl yeah. with like short hair looked so nice I want to cut and like I kept asking her will I look okay like you know what yeah. i was scared of i was scared that i was too short to have like short hair because i was like i'm going okay. to look like one dumbass <laughs> but that didn't happen you look great so thank you i yeah i feel like it worked out in the end yeah so and the long hair tip is actually so nice because like every time i cut my hair short i actually look like such a like young boy to be the same person yeah i know, I know. <laughs> i've been I had that haircut I had like really short hair for the entirety of 11th grade and like you know everybody used to tell me just grow it out a little bit why do you want to cut it so short and I never took their advice and it came mostly from like my guy friends so I should have been a little smarter and let it grow a bit but in quarantine it has grown and you know it makes sense if you have a little bit more longer hair you do actually look older so that's yeah I think that's pretty true yeah and i've seen i think i've seen you like grow your hair long and your hair looks very cool right now you genuinely have such Thanks, nice bro. hair like my hair is jealous of your hair it's <laughs> good quality <laughs> yeah so um 
so yeah why do you think it's important that people like put their pronouns in like their bios you know some people uh, like yeah, they asked somebody a... asked me they were like what is happening mm-hmm. why is everyone putting like she her he him and all on yeah, their bios there is there's a lot of conversation about it especially right now in everybody's stories and everyone's talking about it so from a like totally trans or nb perspective uh if we're being like very personal then for me i was very lucky cuz my entire name could be you know made short into something that sounds pretty gender neutral but for a lot of people that's not possible so they either take up a whole name in itself and they don't use their dead name anymore mm-hmm. uh that is the first step of i think um taking up your nb identity but um and the second step is changing your pronouns so f- i think for a lot of people it's much difficult to get their uh, so like the nb tip that everybody usually what everyone does is they go on social media and change their name to their the name that they want and they remove their dead name because that's what i did so in ninth grade i deleted my old instagram my old snapchat everything and i just got new accounts everywhere and changed my name to rock so automatically people uh, knew that you know i was more comfortable with it so like my friends kind of i think they understood the social cue that i wanted to be addressed as rock and they started calling me rock then like as new people came on people at this point some of them don't know that my name's longer than rock they think my name is rock which is really cool cuz that's how i want to be addressed but for a lot of people i think they they can't do that so i was lucky enough to be able to do that some people change their name entirely and their friends in real life have a hard time calling them by their new name which they want so yeah. it's easier to change your it's easier for them to refer to you by the pronouns that that you want than an entirely different name in my opinion so i think also like everybody says when you do put your pronouns in your bio you are so you are being an ally to the people who've changed their pronouns from what it was that they were assigned at birth so yeah. you know it kind of when it's kind of like a blending in process so if all cis people have their pronouns on their bio and if a trans person has their pronouns on their bio then the doubt of oh is this person cis or trans i think that becomes a lot lesser so i think you're evidently including them uh you know by the by the gender that they identify with and there's no like stigma of is this person trans why are they trans blah 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 yeah so i think it's an inclusion pattern i think people should cuz it is no harm like cuz these people especially it is no harm for them to put you know their pronouns on their bio I know a lot of trans nb people don't put their pronouns on their bio sometimes because uh, maybe they're not out to family or friends so it's difficult for them to you know put it out there like i personally don't have my pronouns on my bio because first of all they're fluid so it literally changes from day to day and like second thing is i i know few of my family members that i'm not out to yet in fact even my mom follows me so i don't want to you know put it out there yet it's not yet the time so that's why i don't have my pronouns some people don't have their pronouns some trans and people don't have their pronouns on their bio because 
same, they're on the spectrum, it's changing every day, or they're not sure if they're ND yet. So they want to keep that on hold. But I think, again, it's subjective to each person, but it's nice that cis people can put the pro their pronouns on their bio. So trans people who do have gender pronouns and put it on their bio feel more included and there's no stigma. Yeah, I think everyone, like every cis person should actually like put their pronouns in the bio yeah. so it can like help people. And I think it's like all like very okay if you don't want to put your pronouns if you're not sure yeah. about them yet. Yeah. Even me, like I remember I was like, uh, I think I figured out I was NB like in May or June. and But mm. I didn't put my pronouns up until this month actually. Yeah. So, because like I wasn't sure and I didn't know, I didn't know mm. what to do. So because I was like, I want to use they, mm. them, but also she, her is cool. And mm. I didn't know you could do like a slash yeah. thing. So I did a slash <laughs> thing and I was like, you know, this is cool. Yeah, and even with my name, I don't think I mm. very much identify with Ayushi. Mm. Because like, I've never really liked my name. I was always like, mm -hmm. what is this name? Very basic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so like many people used to call me Datta though. Like, uh, yeah. because that's my last name. And like almost everybody, like they call my brother Datta, my dad Datta. Mm. So like mm. ev everyone just used to call my family members like Datta, Datta, Datta. But like yeah. as like I met new people, they like stopped calling me Datta. Datta was always mm. like a school thing for some yeah. reason. So like mm. other people used to call me Ayushi and I was like, I don't really like Ayushi that much. So it used to be in my username yeah. too. But I changed mm. my username. I think I changed my username yeah. to like 10th grade. And mm. now it's... um that's satan and i actually yeah. like being called satan it's so much fun <laughs> yeah so some people do I call think that's, me satan that's so cool yeah that's really cool so like your name's satan now yes it is and first i was like are people going to be offended if i put my name as satan like is this going to hurt somebody but then i was like i don't know so let's let's just try it out and i think it worked yeah and it's like a power move also like being called satan yeah it is yeah <laughs> there's a certain like you're like yeah i am the devil <laughs> yeah when uh people are like um you know like how people are like oh you just want to make everyone gay like yes i am satan mm. i do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's yeah yes i so, agree what is the difference between gender and sex? Okay, so um, so this is going to sound very like, um, I know when I tell people this, they're like, you're just saying this because you you believe in a fourth dimension and aliens and, you know, oh, philosophical. I'm stuff. excited this, for this analogy. <laughs> but this is like an actual, it is backed by like people in the sciences. I'm not an expert, <laughs> but I'm just going to say what I know of it. Mm -hmm. So your sex that's assigned at birth is actually the chromosome pair or your genitalia, like what you're born with, what the doctor puts on your birth certificate. That is yes. male or female. So, but gender is actually a social concept. I know a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, Raksh, you're always talking shit about, you know, the government. and The patriarchy. But this is like actually back. Gender is a social concept. So is um, time. Yes. Uh, everything is, nothing is real. We're all in a Everything is a social construct. 
yes but yeah who decides what girls wear or boys wear it's yeah. essentially society like right now we as a society love femme boys and boys in skirts who decided that society mm. so like you know it is a so so gender uh, your gender cannot be assigned at birth it is something that is developed from a very young age according to the gender roles around you or the kind of society that you're brought up in and what exactly you think is femme or mask or in between so um, which is why it's called a sex reassignment surgery so it's not called a gender reassignment because gender oh. is like you know right now we we have i think most of us at least uh, have established that it's not a binary anymore so um, essentially your sex assigned at birth is what you have in your pants but your gender is how you present so that's the difference between the both the sex reassignment surgery thing is very cool because like that actually makes so much sense yeah <laughs> i was listening yeah. to this person explain what it was and they were like um, mm-hmm. sex is what is between your legs and gender is what is between your ears so basically in your yes. mind <laughs> yeah so yes. that that's was, that's a great analogy like i think this is how it should be universally explained like the difference <laughs> yeah like you explain to babies i think that's how everyone yeah. should be explained Yes. yes and um, i think like everyone has their own way of gender expression like i feel yes. like yeah everyone is so unique and the fact that i feel like being non binary gives you that sense of individuality like you don't yes, have exactly. to like go into any like norms like some mm. days some days i'm like you okay so recently so i got invited to this wedding and mm. um, so they were like uh, oh you should totally wear a sari and like i've never mm. really worn a sari before so mm. first of all yeah. i don't know how wearing a sari works and mm. also i was <laughs> like you know what i'm not going to wear a sari like yeah mm. like breaking i don't i don't know i don't know if that's very comfortable with me so mm. like that's my first thought i was like no i'm i'm not going to wear a sari sari obviously no need mm-hmm. the next day mm. i was like you know what i could try it out so like yeah So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the place and I'm going to try a sari on. If I don't like it, I'm not going to wear one. And you oh yeah. god with clothes, I think it's really hard to find like proper clothes. Like yeah, where do you I get know. clothes? A, like you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so a baby NB, you tell tip. me. <laughs> so this is another NB tip, okay? So what i have noticed is when you buy from chain stores that's max h&m and all hmm. they have very like they have clothes for the binary so you are either buying mass clothes or femme clothes but hawkers on the street are the absolute best and the clothes are very cheap so if like um you know you see these people who hang clothes on like uh, clothing lines on the street when you're driving by all mm-hmm. these uh, ripped off adidas t-shirts those are actually very comfortable and very like i think they they can they could either fit men or women or anybody in anybody between. yeah yeah there's no there's no like there's no slim fit or like um, i don't know there's no like exact fit to it it just it it feels good too so it i think it's better if you buy not branded clothing than branded clothing but if you do if you do buy branded clothing definitely try it on like sometimes you look at something you think it fits well and then when you try it on it's 
sometimes too tight sometimes too loose of depending on the way you want to present so if you are buying from chain stores definitely try trial is a must but for me at least buying from like you know non branded stores works the best i remember That's, me and uh, raksh went to dmart once because dmart yeah. has like really nice t-shirts for really cheap also Yeah. So that was cool we bought like and they had like such cool band t-shirts remember we don't yeah, know what know. band so but nice. it looked very cool it was so cool yeah i know yeah. they had like biker and surfer t-shirts yeah i don't know from which part like america the surf <laughs> thing was but it was like so cool i still wear it and it's so comfortable so yeah non branded clothes for the win you know crush capitalism <laughs> yeah i totally agree but like see so what happened was recently i was trying to think of like what to wear on a beach because i think i'm going to goa mm. like later this year and mm. i want to wear mm. like you know like one cool like printed shorts and all like yeah. the drawstring mm. ones and i don't know where to get i'm like wait where do i get this so i yeah. don't know where to get printed shorts to be honest yeah so most of my like shorts are black struggle. and you know just yeah Oh yeah, it's so uh I feel like half of my cupboard is black because black is like I don't know. It's very like You kind of just drown like you we can't people can't make out what you are in black. So yeah. it's a very like comfort zone for me because you know nobody like can actually make out like at least how I look. It's like I'm just like a blob. You know, black <laughs> jeans, black shirt, black cap, black hair. I'm just floating here. So <laughs> that's the comfort zone for me about black yeah black is a very cool color also it's like yeah it is one of the best colors yeah. i feel Agreed. and very like i feel like half my clothes are either gray or black because like yeah, i don't same. want yeah because like most clothes that are pink and all they have like those very like feminine stitch and everything so mm, yeah and i want to get pink shorts and everything but don't know where to get again for me it's like an issue of like you know being able to choose like cuz i like minimalism like i can if i only have black or gray i can just pick and wear any shirt but if mm. i have lots of colors i actually have to put in the energy to decide oh today what should i wear so that is i'm just lazy so that's my struggle with having just black and gray i think i do have a red somewhere just so you know my mom some days she's like why are you wearing black every day so i'll just put on a red shirt on that day but otherwise it's me being lazy yeah i do really bad with options like when i go to like buy yeah, like same. chips or something if i see five yeah. options i'll die over there like i cannot choose yeah same it's a big problem i think yeah that's again you know when you are nb you can't choose you can't choose anything <laughs> else in life like <laughs> yeah like i've never chosen anything why are you asking me to make a decision yeah i'm i'm also so indecisive sometimes i like i go out with my friends they're like just pick one i'm like no bro you pick one like why are you asking me to do this <laughs> okay um do you think that gender becomes a bigger deal as we grow older yeah it does in a huge way actually cuz i think when you grow older you are given more responsibilities and the mm-hmm. social paradigm is that the i guess you know the male has certain responsibilities and the female has certain responsibilities that's what like social convention dictates but then when when you're somebody who who likes to you know shuffle between the two or you're in between 
it does become a huge deal because people are a little confused you know they're like wait so like you want to take up this responsibility but also that one because like being an adult comes with the most responsibilities and when you want to take up all the responsibilities that's when people are like oh wait so if you're i think if you're fem presenting and take very mask responsibilities like say paying the bills they're mm. like oh that's a very uptight person uh, or yeah. that's a very focused person but when you're a mask presenting person and you take more sensitive responsibilities they're like oh that's not a person who likes to take up challenges so i think that's the issue with how it becomes a big deal because you know people have made boxes for everybody and people who don't fit into these boxes they're often looked down on or looked upon too much so mm. i think that's what i personally feel the struggle is you know when 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 we grow up i think that everyone should pay their bills themselves until they get married like when you get married like what you know what i've always said this so basically i'm very like um, i like doing very mass things like i like uh building stuff i like like mm. you know like woodwork and shit like i'm uh, mm, like yeah. i help my parents they're like your brother cannot fix a screw but like like ayushi she can do anything like she yeah. like i fix everything in my own house myself so like mm. i feel like i've always said this i'm like i can do all of that but i like i will give up my job and live at home and cook for somebody like in a like second like i don't care <laughs> yeah i think that's that's like again that's very subjective to people right because i think it depends on i think everyone should be able to choose what role they take without mm. being judged that's when things like you know gender or gender roles will stop being such a huge deal because for me like you said for me it's the ultimate opposite like i have to take the breadwinner role if mm. i do have a family so i uh, but like that's how i was i think how you're brought up uh, like situations around you and other things in life mold what kind of person you tend to be when you grow up so like for me i have to take up the i the responsibility role in not only in like family or later in life but in anything i do i like to take like you know the responsibility role so hmm. but then a lot of times there have been people who have asked me why you just chill there are people who do it for you but then you know that's where the the thing happens cuz i'm like wait why shouldn't i but then nowadays you know i feel like a lot of um, you know people are coming up uh, in solidarity and you know a lot of intersectionism is happening so that's also the fact that gender equality is not yet here but there is definitely a movement happening at least in the educated people so i think as we move on the gender roles are definitely gonna become lesser i think that's a good thing for non binary people to look forward to amongst all the big issues that we have so fact that you know it's fine people are assuming roles like they want to and other people are not saying no you're not supposed to do this that's definitely happening in you know houses that are not as privileged as us but if yeah. you're privileged enough you do also have the privilege to take the role that you want without being questioned for it so i think that's that's a nice little thing to look forward to amongst all this pandemic and what not wherein you know maybe when we grow up the world will be a better place you know one very like like uncomfortable situation that annoys me so much what you were talking mm-hmm. about 
it's like you know yeah. when in school like the teachers are like oh okay can two boys come and help me put uh, the books yes. back to my staff room yeah. i hate it like <laughs> bro, like happy, i can yeah. do that too like i always yeah. wanted to do that you know like i always yeah, want to lift I the know. books and go yeah i've done it once before actually my my third grade class teacher shout out to her was amazing mm-hmm. and she she knew that i like to assume that role of you know i'm i'm going to keep the books i'm going to move the benches so yeah. she used to give me the responsibility she'd often say rakshu and she'd call another boy so i would like keep so like little things like these i think shaped me into being and because as i grew up there were people in my life who said it's okay you know we let you assume roles like mask roles so i think that led me into thinking it's fine maybe i should you know b and b what's what am i going to lose anyways i've been doing mask roles for the longest time <laughs> yes and like now i also like started lifting like mm. i like gym and everything so my parents are like how much will you lift like everyone's going to think you are a boy or something and i'm like mm. why does it matter like nobody cares that yeah. much about me like nobody yeah. cares <laughs> but like it's i know it's coming from a good place when parents say that because you know they definitely care that much about us yeah. but then that's literally the truth you know nobody else cares that much like people are too busy you know thinking about themselves to think about others that's yeah, like the exactly so so <laughs> i think even we should be allowed to think about us more than oh what's the other person going to think about me so it's fine i guess you know but like parents will be parents how much ever accepting they are at the end of the day there's always that one comment or one little look and you're like oh no <laughs> maybe yeah everything you do there'll be like this little comment yeah. like even if i make my mom tea she's like hey, it was it wasn't sweet enough you're so like yeah. some juice and putting sugar what's wrong with you <laughs> yes so somewhere i read that uh, gender identity like you actually start developing it at the age of 2 to 3 so apparently your research says yes, that but then you know the thing with that is um, when you are 2 or 3 you don't really know what is going on so mm. like i said before i think it it also but then you do know like the things that you play with or maybe you know the way you do certain things like my brother never um, when i was young i used to have hot wheels those cars my uh. cousin used to like loan them to me and i used to <laughs> play with them a lot so i would break them and put them together again and i used to have power rangers toys and blocks and stuff but my my younger brother he was like more of a you know uh, doing art and um, you know more of like not not much breaking and building but more of like you know mellow stuff kind of person so mm. i think there it reflects what your gender identity is your brother is actually uh, very cool i remember you told me that you and him got a piercing together and i thought that was yeah so we cool. did <laughs> yeah i got i got second in my year and then he he was a little scared but then he got one year pierced so yeah he is i mean he's he is also still figuring out i feel so like we we don't talk about it much i'm also waiting for him to grow up but i think everybody should have conversations with their family and you know at least uh, let them know that there are people who are questioning and it's not just like or oh, there are boys there are girls like there is 
I think everyone should be allowed to explore. And yeah. yes, it does start at a young age, like, you know, about two to three, you kind of know, like, you know, that, okay, I like this. And society says, this is being masked. So I like being masked. So again, shout out to your podcast name. Actually, you learn by unlearning. So when you unlearn <laughs> social roles and when you unlearn gender roles, that's when you learn that there are other identities and you know more complex things going on so yeah and i feel like when i was in like the con- um i was like with my family when i was small it mm. was all like i could do anything i wanted and as mm. i started like going and exploring like i started interacting with other people that that's mm. where everyone like was holding on to this norm Yes, and i was like yeah. oh shit i have to adjust now too fit into yeah yeah, yeah so yes. one ex- one thing that i very much remember is like I, it was my birthday i think it was like my fifth birthday and this one mm. uncle was like oh i need to buy you a birthday present come uh, we'll go to the toy shop i was like okay cool because okay. i was like yes kids mm. and uh, mm. then we went and you know those bouncy balls right you sit on them and you hop yes, around yeah. i don't know what it's called yeah 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 so there yes. were like some two three options one was red color it had lightning mcqueen on it i was instantly attracted to it and uh, the second one was like pink and it had like some cinderella on it i really don't know which princess because like i said i never watched those movies and uh, the third one was some yellow ball with winnie the pooh okay so i was like yeah i want the red one and he's like he's like you can't get the red one that's not even an option and then he's like he made me take the pink one the barbie one i don't know what one it was but mm. yeah he made me take the pink one and i hated that ball so much but in the end of the day it was just like a fun thing to hop around on so you know what i used to do like i used to uh, sit on it the opposite way so basically the face okay. of the thing was behind me so i couldn't see it so that's how that i used is, to use yeah. it <laughs> that is again i love these anecdotes like of childhood where you realize that you know you actually don't like these kind of things because they're always so like relatable and like funny because yeah. when you're a child you really you can't, you can't you don't know how to like when you grow up you probably pop that ball or give it to somebody else but when you're a child you have to make do with it because you can't really <laughs> just give it off to someone else so the way you cope with that kind of thing is always so funny So yeah that that that's a nice story. And also I think when I was telling my friends that I think I've real like my closest friends I don't I didn't really tell mm. a lot of people like address it but mm. when I told my friends they had their own questions okay and many mm. of the questions were like honestly I was like how can you have like such questions but I get it it's very new. Yeah. So yeah, somebody exactly. asked me uh why do you want to use she why do you want to use they them what about it? <laughs> I thought that was super funny. <laughs> yeah. I think I was like, people have this question like a lot of people ask why not it. <laughs> Bro but I feel like it is such a um, like it the term is so dehumanizing it doesn't feel yeah, like you're yeah. referring to like a person who has like yeah. feel, it looks like you're referring to an object. So I said I'm not an, yeah. I'm not like the thing do we called it and all. Mm. And then they were like but we call dogs also it. when you don't know the gender and i was mm. like bro like <laughs> i feel like that's first of all grammatically wrong mm. i don't think dog should be called it either mm. so nowadays i like when i don't know a pet's name i just say 
oh what they yeah i use yeah. them i actually have been using they them like subconsciously for the longest time so when i talk to people i realize that you know i use they them in general so mm. from a very young age i've been using they them so what i how i noticed i've been doing it is i've been reading a lot when i was young i used to read a lot so a lot of english authors i used to read and a lot of english authors used they them in their books like they would they would say they literally for like you know people in the suppose there's a person in the family of like the protagonist and you don't that the author doesn't really want to go into details the author would use they so i think that shaped me into using they a lot but that's something i realized like very recently yeah and when you don't know someone's gender like you don't know like someone is at the door you you say uh, you i think you use they at uh, they right yeah, you're really, like yeah yeah you're yeah. like um, they're at the door like they're coming mm. here so i think yeah. they them can be used like it's actually like a normal thing to use and somebody yeah. asked me if it was they were like uh, how can we use they them you're only one single person <laughs> and it's grammatically <laughs> wrong and i was like so basically if it's your pronoun then it's correct for you like yeah when you learn pronouns in english you use a pronoun that those people want so he is coming here yeah. she is going so if somebody wants to identify as like something else you use that so it's yeah, not should, grammatically yeah. wrong and why yeah. do you care so much about grammar like you are using that um, you uh, you are as an apostrophe is used wrong yeah. by you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've seen i've seen a lot of people use that as an argument and it's a good one actually like you know you don't you don't get your you are's correct how do you expect you know how can you say that the they is wrong but i think people if they if they care enough about the person that they you know talking to or their their friends with they will use the pronouns that they want so yeah. i think it boils down to how you know how much of how a much? i think how yeah. good a person you are because i it's, feel it's like basic to you know yeah and if yeah. if somebody said uh, to, uh, tells you that they're comfortable using this you wouldn't uh, you can't really say oh no i'm not comfortable because it's going to uh, make uh, i don't want to put so much effort into something so small yeah. when yeah, somebody yeah. like i feel like it's like basic like what is that word decency to be yeah, able decency. to you know uh be referred to as the pronouns you want a lot of my friends who had a pronoun issue i told them just refer to me as raksh and they were okay with that yeah. so if you don't want to refer to them with the pronouns that they want i think you should at least you know um seek an alternative because you know it's i think it's kind of wrong to say no i'm not going to refer to you with the pronouns that you want like it's not nice to invalidate somebody else's yeah. you know sense of identity yeah and many people said um, but uh, like you know like that thing that you're only so small are you sure are you really sure mm mm-hmm. like if i tell, yeah. like i feel like you know some topics like like sexuality and like gender they're so sensitive you're mm. not going to take a decision on them in like 5 minutes you're going to have like thought about it for a long time and then have told somebody right yeah so like i don't yeah, think yeah yes that's the first question you also, should ask 
also like in my opinion gender is like still a spectrum so if you want to uh, you know identify as something else in maybe a year or two i think that should be yeah. okay because I you think... know a lot of people come back to you know their their cis gender sometimes and it's yeah and really it's okay normal yeah it's it's up to the person and you know what they identify as so i stand by this theory of fluidity and it's like mm. everything is literally fluid like we just yeah. like hold ourselves back for no reason like why are you doing mm. that like we yeah. should let ourselves feel whatever we feel like when we feel it so that's yes, what yeah. i think and like even if somebody Same. changes their pronouns later or like changes the way they identify it's really mm. okay so you shouldn't be like are you like now i have to use different ones for you or like yeah. so much work for you. i think that's that's a huge um, that's that's like a pet peeve that i have which is like i think most nb people have it too yeah. when people like mess up your pronouns or refer to you with your dead name often yeah. they say uh, sorry it's so difficult for me to keep up that's a very backhanded compliment you know uh, i think yeah. nb people already have a huge uh, guilt sense that oh am i you know there's there's often that doubt that am i actually you know nb or trans and then when another person says oh sorry this is so much trouble then i think the guilt conscience goes up so mm. like you know people should really just i think most of my friends also say that apologies to nb and trans people should be very quick because if you just say a sorry and you make sure you don't repeat it that's more than enough like you know uh, justifying yourself um it brings it hurts the other person more than it brings you you know solace or whatever so that's like you know i've noticed that you know people saying sorry it's so difficult for me to you know keep track with what you identify as like that's a little backhanded yeah and also one question that many people have is do you have to be like gay to be non binary or like anything other than cis no i i think that's like that's very subjective to uh, people and what they identify as most uh, so most trans people are after they transition they're straight so um, like you know a trans man is usually if not almost all the time straight so you know it's it really doesn't matter if you're heterosexual or not at the end of the day you only know what you identify as but like uh, i don't think nb people have to be gay to be nb yeah they're I like think, two different things know, i think straight yeah. people can feel this way too i'm sure like some yes, straight people can. do like relate i nb yeah yeah and they I know, just fact, I, know, i just feel uh, like when you are gay you're exposed to more stuff and you accept like mm-hmm. things more easily so you like you're okay with like being non binary or like anything yeah yeah i think it's a very like safe space so if you're already being included in one identity it's easy to you know um i think you know identify as something else as well yeah but uh, i think nb people usually just refer to them as queer because straight yeah. or you know bi or pan is more of like you know they're more gendered labels so it's like okay i'm straight i like a cis man i'm bi i like a man or woman but then 
you know, they them just say I'm queer or I'm LGBTQ plus because it's easier for them to use the umbrella term than use, you know, the gender labels. That's actually but so true because recently I stopped referring to myself as a lesbian because I mm. don't ref- I don't identify I don't think I identify as a lesbian I just think I'm queer or like gay yeah yeah mm. yeah it's easier to use like umbrella terms I yeah. have been figuring out that for myself too so mm-hmm. I think we've gone on for pretty long and I think we've covered yeah. a, like a a bit mm. uh, so like we I do the segment where like you like tell a new thing you learned this week I usually do it in the okay. beginning but I don't know I think I forgot <laughs> <laughs> okay so did you learn I, something new this week I don't know like I, I learned a song so I learned like oh, a very damn. nice song so oh yeah by the way Rox plays the guitar it's very cool her guitar is also super like, I haven't been learning much because it's yeah <laughs> so you learned a song but yeah i learned a song did you I, learn something new yeah so one new <laughs> thing that i learned uh, this week was that uh, yesterday i was going through instagram and i saw this like you know those slide things slide you know those spiral things that are there in the playground right we had one yes, in our yeah, your old apartment too yeah, and we're not supposed to climb on that, it seems. It's not like a fancy ladder. We're supposed to slide on it, which is so weird. Like, I never knew that my How, whole life. Wow, I didn't know that either. So, I think this is like my new, what I learned this week. <laughs> yeah, and that's so crazy. I thought it was like, just like a... Like, yeah, I thought these people are just trying to be like really cool or fancy. Yeah, same. And now I'm sad because like I'm too big to like slide down it. So that is very sad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Also, Halloween is coming. Yes. Oh, oh yes, the episode Halloween comes out on Halloween. So that's very cool. Yeah. So happy Halloween, all of you. I hope uh, we scared you off with happy. this whole episode. <laughs> Hopefully, all of them are having like a very spooky Halloween. What are you doing on Halloween, Raksh? Um, I don't think I'm doing anything. It's my friend's birthday on, it's my friend's birthday tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I think that is my plan for Halloween. I'm just going to go have fun with my friends. Probably I'm seeing them after a very long time. So mm. apart from that, nothing, I guess I'm just going to, you know, binge watch some series or, you know, work on projects for school because school is being very stressful. But I don't have big plans. Do you have plans? All the best with schoolwork, by the way. Yeah, I oh, think me and my friend are like cooking dinner and like probably going to put on some like weird makeup. We don't know how to do makeup though. And uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, I was hoping to be Satan because the whole name thing, very yeah. into it. Yes. <laughs> but yes. we'll have to see. I'm, I have to plan it. But yeah, we're going to mm. cook ourselves. Dinner. Also, fun fact. Uh, on Halloween, it's actually a full moon. So, it's like a 99% full moon. Oh, but wow. it doesn't get bigger than that this time. Okay. Yeah. So, that's also very spooky. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably like, if if I am that jobless, I'm probably going to like be a wolf or something just to, you know, fit with <laughs> oh, the full yeah, moon. Oh, yeah. You throw. could be a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> 
so yeah. how i end the seg- uh, end the podcast is i ask my guest to tell one song that they stand by okay any song any song at all any song okay i think i stand by um yesterday by the beatles it's it's a nice song cuz you know it's a song about how yesterday was a good day and today is a shit day mm-hmm. so it i think it embodies me very well because i always have a better day day the day before than the day i wake up in so i don't know if that whole word vomit made sense but <laughs> i mean it seems like a sad song because they keep singing about how like you know there's no happiness today but i think as a generation or as people we all do embody the fact that you know some days we have hard days other days we have nice days but what we mostly we never look forward to things we're always looking at the past and thinking oh that was such a good day so yeah yeah that's, that's a, a very, very like, nice song sense to the song so yes yesterday by the beatles do you also like say your favorite song in the end or the song no i do by? not <laughs> I do not. You should, maybe you should I for should. Maybe I yeah. should. But also like yes. I said I'm very indec- indecisive so I do not yeah. know what I'll say. <laughs> okay. But I But you, guess Yeah, yeah. I think one song that uh I it's very like me is like mm. Smithereens by like 21 Pilots. So like I'm okay, yeah. like that's a really nice song. Yeah, so that song is like it's it kind of like says what I do. So like I'm a very soft person mm. and all, but like mm. but like when I have to be, I take up the roles like of being the protector and shit. Mm. So yeah. that also like I think it kind of embodies my identity too. The whole thing we spoke mm. about. So for yeah. this episode, I think I'm going to go with Smithereens. okay maybe like you could choose a song for every episode that way you would cover all the indecisiveness you know like every song <laughs> yes. that you stand with so you don't have to choose one song it was actually very hard to choose right now either like i just mm. went to my playlist and i scrolled at whatever i stopped at <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because like i said i cannot choose at all so it's a problem yeah mm. okay so this is the end of the episode Thank you for coming on here Raksh. I thank you. I'm so glad me. I know you. You're literally my <laughs> son like I like I said you guided me a little that bit. That is like so that's so flattering. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> letting me be your sunshine. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. Tune in for more next week. Bye. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh I believe in yesterday Something I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Suddenly, why she had to go, I don't know, she wouldn't say
place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday Why she had to go I don't know, she wouldn't say I said something wrong Now I long for yesterday Yesterday such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away